Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to Episode 8 of The Tinderbox. We are the podcast for matchsticks and gasoline the Calgary Flames website for SB Nation. We are doing another version of Team Takeover today. I am Mark. We are talking with Kara from Arctic Ice Hockey about the Winnipeg Jets as the Flames and Jets prepare for the Heritage Classic tonight in Regina, Saskatchewan. Kara, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. We had some scheduling issues on my end, but I'm glad we were able to uh, finally settle this down. So, you can give us and Flames fans the lowdown on the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, first thing, um, Jets season so far, uh, you know, I looked at the record. Was it five and six? Um, yeah. You know, um, how you guys feeling about the Jets so far? Um, it's predictable. Their defense is <laughs> absolutely not what you would want to start an NHL season with. And that is not including the whole Dustin Bufflin thing. <laughs> Fair enough, but uh, defensive-wise, you do have one player on your team that I am a huge, huge fan of, and it's mainly because I live 20 minutes from UMass Lowell in Massachusetts, and I watched him play in college. You guys have a stud in net in Connor Hellebuck. And last year, he really struggled. So he's back to being Connor Hellebuck that was nominated for the Vesna, and the poor guy's being shelled almost every game right now. (laughs) Yeah, you look at his you look at his stats and his goals against is pretty decent his save percentage but you look at the amount of shots he's seen and it's it's a lot for a goalie to take early in the season yeah um and that's they have josh morrissey who's excellent but he's been having a tough start to the year he lost jacob truba um tucker poolman's a good three four guy who's forced being forced onto the third pairing first pairing Billy Hainiola, who's the an 18-year-old rookie that the Jets drafted this past year, has made the team but isn't playing a lot, even though he's one of the top four defensemen. So what happens when you have a team that thinks Anthony Petito and um, I'm trying to think, Neil Pionk should be playing more is what is happening to Connor right now. Fair enough. So it, it's um, you mentioned you know Dustin Bufflin. Explain for us like what's going on there. Like and you know I, that's it's got to be a tough situation. So this is all rumor at this point, but Bob McKenzie dropped the bomb that he was thinking of retiring, and some people have heard that potentially his ankle might have never healed poss- properly. As someone who has had many ankle injuries. I know that that's highly possible that it just doesn't heal right. Um, someone, some fans saw him at a restaurant in September and he assured them he wasn't retiring. However, isn't that just a great way to get people to leave you alone? Fair enough. Yeah. It's kind of like that. 
the whole Barry Sanders thing with the Lions when Barry Sanders with they was like, you know, I'm just not going to play anymore. Maybe I retire. Maybe I won't. Just let me be. But that does leave you guys in a lurch. Like that's not you know an easy situation when clearly one of your more physical and better players isn't around. Well, and I think that at this point there needs to be a solution soon. Whether he retires, whether he doesn't play this year, the Jets need to know what's going to happen very shortly because they're a month into the season and they don't know if he's coming back or not. That's it's one thing if it's like your Matt Sundin who's deciding what team to play for. It's another thing when it's someone under contract that the team was expecting to have until all of a sudden they don't. Yeah, exactly. And especially somebody who's that big of a cog and you know, that he's a key player for the jets. It's not like he's some, you know, he's not the 12th man, you know, a 12th forward, or he's not, you know, your, uh, your sixth defenseman. He's a major, major key for the Jets. So hopefully for you guys, that gets resolved soon. Hopefully for the rest of us in the NHL, maybe it takes a little longer. Um, so Heritage Classic, uh, what's the, uh, what's the, uh, the pulse of the fans up there? Are they happy to be back in the Heritage Classic? I know last time uh, I was looking it up, uh, didn't exactly go so well for Winnipeg at home, but, um, Good experience, bad experience overall? So I've actually been super busy this past week. I missed the whole run-up. Yesterday, I realized it's starting at 9 p.m. local. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I get the weather in the prairies in the fall is really not conducive to a Heritage Classic game. And now, so... Now forgive me. Now forgive my uh, American Massachusetts ignorance about Winnipeg weather. Okay. Is it... <laughs> is it still is, is it is it still warm there? Because I was the other day we were talking about this. We used to have somebody who wrote for us who lived in Winnipeg, and I asked him like, "Hey, what is Winnipeg life? And what's it like up there?" And he said, "It's the worst place you could ever imagine living, weather-wise." Oh, sure. He goes, "It's horrible." So, like, what is the weather like today, or typically like? So today in Winnipeg, in Regina, it's about a six-hour drive from us. Yeah. So the, the weather, someone was posting on Twitter that they're supposed to have north wind. Right today, it's supposed to get up to ten. But that's a cool 10 because the winds are cold, cooler in the fall. Gotcha. I'm currently writing the preview right now for the game. And I actually have like a whole thing on why the March game made more sense. Because it's a warmer wind that comes, even if it's a north wind. So it's going to be cool. And the mid-afternoon sun would have made it so they couldn't play the game. I, someone jokingly said that, but it's actually true. The mid-afternoon sun would hit the ice and they'd have glare issues. So it makes okay. sense that on that front that they're playing at night. Now, correct me if yeah. I'm wrong. That happened last time, right? When they yeah. the game got delayed because then that was in Winnipeg last time, correct? Yeah. So the sun. All right. That makes sense. Okay. Um, however, we now have the whole issue. It, it would also be a cooler sun than it was in March. We have the whole issue of the game is starting at 9 p.m. here, 8 p.m. local time in Regina. So kids are going to be up if you want to take your family and you have a little kid. It starts at past their bedtime. Listen, I'm just outside of Boston. It's 10 p.m. here. It's like at my bedtime, past my <laughs> bedtime. Like I was like, play it in the afternoon. But then again, I don't understand the where the sun, you know, that yeah. whole setup up there. But I know when they did it in Calgary last time, it was miserably cold. Like um, I guess was- the whole thing it's really cool to have these outdoor games but i don't think the prairie climate and the the sun movements and everything are made for them 
Look at this. I just learned something about Canadian weather. Thank you. I, you totally schooled me on that. Cause I was trying to figure out like timing and you yeah. know, why are they doing it this time of year and you know, everything else. Cause it seems like, Oh, the heritage classic should be like a winter game, not like an early fall game, but winter sounds like it would be even worse. So. Um, it depending on the month you might hit. Okay. It's minus 30 wind chill of minus 40. Yeah, I think that if I remember correctly, it was like minus 25 in Calgary when they played the game at, yeah. I think it was eight o'clock at night in Calgary in February. So not, not exactly a, the, the, the smartest of decisions. Now with the Jets and Flames going head to head, you know, we were kind of going back and forth. And I think like Flames rivalries to have say at a Heritage Classic, I would think like Oilers. Um, maybe Vancouver, possibly even the Kings now. Is the Flames and Jets kind of a weird matchup for this game, do you think? Or do you like it? I think they didn't want to do Winnipeg-Edmonton again, which was an old WHA rival- rivalry. Yep. Um, Regina, you can't. You could possibly have a team like Montreal. But proximity-wise, you it's a six-hour drive to Regina from Winnipeg. It's a seven-hour drive from Regi- to Regina from Calgary. So proximity-wise, it makes the most sense to have these two teams. All right. That, see, that's see again something I didn't think of. That totally, it, I totally get that now. But it's because it's not like when I think NHL rivalries, I don't think Jets Flames. You no, know, it's one of those. No, neither do I. And even like I said, the old WHA rivalry between the Jets and the Oilers made that game yeah. make sense. But if you think you, about it, simply a distance thing, you're likely to have a good amount of Flames fans and a good amount of Winnipeg fans yeah. there. They're playing it on a Saturday. People could drive out today from those respective towns, watch the game, sleep for however many hours at a hotel yeah. and finish it at midnight and drive home the next day. Like it's it a lot of it makes does make a lot of sense. Yep. But it just seems odd if you don't know. Yeah, if you just looked at it on paper, you're like, Calgary, Winnipeg, really? We actually have two of our writers, Michael and Gordy, and a couple of their friends hopped in a car from Calgary and are on their way, or I think they got there last night that were going to the game. Um, And they had mentioned, they're like, oh, this is going to be a fun ride through the prairie. I was like, anything to look at? They're like, yeah, no, it's just flat. (laughs) You see, straight across the country. Drive in one shot from Winnipeg to Calgary in 13 hours. Yeah. So I think somebody's somebody's joke on our site was like the, the old joke is if you lose your dog or your dog runs away, you can watch it run away for three days across the prairie just because it's so flat. You'll never lose it. So look at that. We learned a little bit about hockey. We learned a little bit about geography. We learned a little bit about weather because we have a very informative podcast going today. Um, now, to inform us a little bit, everybody, you know, everybody knows Patrick Line. We all know Blake Wheeler. Uh Connor Hellebuck, uh, give us something about the Jets that Flames fans might want to know about or might be interested as we come into this game. Um, watch Nikolai Ehlers. He is probably their best puck carrier. Mm-hmm. And he, without him doing zone entries, the Jets look lost at times. Um, he's someone who I actually think is underrated on the, the own team. Um, Andrew Kopp. He's someone who doesn't contribute a lot of offense, but somehow when he's put on on an offensive line, looks great doing it. He uh, looked fantastic before Brian Little came back from an injury. He was helping drive plays, keeping the puck going, being strong defensively as the second line center. It's an odd person to put there, but when you think about it, he succeeds there. Um, If he plays tonight, no one knows. Billy Haniola is a delight to watch. Um, 
fans wouldn't know him that well because he's um, brand new to the league, has sat quite a bit, but he's a nice, he's a nifty Finnish defenseman who um, makes the Jets better. Um, and he won't play, but the Jets' backup goalie is someone else who um, Flames fans would know, Laurent Brassois, um, who's been quite strong for the Jets when called upon. Excellent. Cool. I know it's definitely another one of those teams. Like we've been doing these podcasts bouncing between teams. Like we've been talking with, you know, Red Wings fans and um, uh, who else did we reach out? We just spoke to somebody else out East and it was like, cause you know, sometimes you don't have that constant matchup. So it's nice to hear a little bit, you know, a little the flames fans now have some information or some players to look at as we head into this game. Now, my final, the final thought we could take on this whole thing is one of the more exciting parts about the heritage classic or even the winter classic or any of the outdoor games is every team gets a special uniform or a special Jersey, something. And personally, Adidas has been driving me nuts with the, the two color uniforms, like the, when the flyers and the penguins played and it was yellow and black and orange and black. And they were just ugh, ugly. Like our big fear with Calgary was, Oh my God, the flames are going to have just a plain yellow and red uniform. And it's going to look, they're going to look like someone mashed a mustard and ketchup bottle together and put a uniform on them. How thankful is everybody in Winnipeg that you guys went Jets uniforms and didn't do something crazy throwback like an Atlanta Thrashers jersey for this thing? Okay, okay. <laughs> so I love that they actually had gone with the classic Winnipeg jerseys all the time. But can you imagine how great it would have been if we had Atlanta Thrashers <laughs> and Atlanta <laughs> If we had done a double Atlanta, that would have been fine because like, I, those Atlanta Flames uniforms are awesome. Those Thrashers things were just, oh my God. I, I Personally, like, I think one of the worst uniforms to ever enter the league. Like, I think we need, like that, because that would have been a really fun way to have the Winnipeg um, Calgary game played off is the two threat two Atlanta teams. Yeah, You're the two like. the two failed Atlanta teams playing <laughs> in the middle of Canada <laughs> in a town that's something like three hundred thousand people. Like it would have been amazing. Um, right. I love, I love the classic Jets jerseys. Um, yeah, I think that I I think it's a great looker. It harkens me back and reminds me of being a kid. You know, watching. You know, when I used to watch hockey, we used to, I grew up in Massachusetts, so I always had the Bruins games, but we also had a channel called Sports Channel, which would broadcast Hockey Night in Canada and everything else. So I got to see all that stuff. And I love those old 80s uniforms. I think every team should get them back. Well, and the Jets one, new ones are fine. I mean, they're, they're, they look fine. Yeah, but no, they have, they have a nice color scheme. I like those. Jets jerseys are just so, they hold up really well, like, some some other teams' jerseys don't hold up that well, but the Jets ones yeah. still look really good, and the coloring's so nice. But yeah, if they had done the double Atlanta, I would have been down with it. Fair enough. That's a good take. See, NHL, Adidas, you missed an opportunity <laughs> to put two Atlanta teams in the middle of the prairie and play hockey at yeah. eight o'clock at night. Fantastic. Anything else you want to add before we uh before we uh get out of here? Um, hopefully the ice holds up. Hopefully. No one freezes there, and uh, the game is watchable. I think those most of that will happen. (laughs) Those are all three very valid points and very valid concerns. Kara, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you coming on and talk a little Flames and Jets before the Heritage Classic tonight. Yeah. All right, guys, you 
You have been listening to The Tinderbox. We are the podcast for Matchsticks and Gasoline, the Calgary Flames website for SB Nation. We were just speaking with Kara from Arctic Ice Hockey, home of the Winnipeg Jets on SB Nation. You can find them on Twitter at Arctic Ice Hockey. Don't forget the C. I always do that when I try to tweet you guys and I always mess it up. And you can find them at www.arcticicehockey.com for anything you need to know about the Winnipeg Jets. Don't forget, you can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and good luck tonight to the Jets and the Flames.